Good morning. Well, I. Good morning, my friends. It's morning for us. I, I know I always do that. Uh, welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host Spaz. And as always, brought to you by Not Enough Caffeine. There's a, oh, I've only had one double shot so far this morning, and that's not going to be enough. Hopefully my wife will make me some coffee, because I'm going to need it. Um, friends, we're doing a morning uh, show for us, because our guests are both in Sweden. Uh, please welcome, from Falkenberg, Sweden, Philip Carlson, and from Stockholm, Sweden, uh, Nicholas Forso. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, afternoon for you. Good morning. This is thank you for having us. Oh, th- thank, thank you, you for, for being us. here. Now, uh, folks, we're talking about the uh, charming and adorable, uh, in many other words, space uh, exploration game, uh, Adios Amigos, which um, hit Steam a couple of months ago, but it was on the consoles first, right? Was it on? Was it on a console before it came to PC? Am I remembering that right? Oh, yeah. No, we, we released on Xbox and PC simultaneously. Oh, okay. We, That's what threw me. But this is it's a follow-up title, or this is like... Oh, that's what threw me. So the first game was called Just Adios. Yes, it was called I see. Just Adios. And, if and I re- it was for PS4. Oh, okay. That's what's throwing me. And if I remember correctly, Adios actually stands for Amazing Discoveries in Outer Space. Yeah, that's correct. That's, <laughs> but you're the only one in the world that remembers that <laughs> abbreviation. Well, I thought us. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was really cute. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> folks, if a I, really stupid name. It's not a stupid Sorry. name, but folks, I've um I've done many I've done a few videos of this game now, and if you're unaware. Uh, it is a really uh, charming space exploration game where there's no combat, and you, I mean, you're not really on a timer, so you can kind of take your time, um, but there, there, is, um, there is an impetus to move forward. So why don't you guys explain, um, let's start at the beginning, like, where did Adios and then Adios Amigos uh, come from? How did that get started? I think it was me that I wanted to make a game. I, I made a prototype of a game that where you where we wanted to try to land on planets because I hadn't seen that in a while. And this is like <laughs> I think it's over ten years ago or something. So uh, I started to make a little prototype and uh, I made it for that's X and X and A I think in the for the old Xbox 360. I think it was the target platform at that time that I wanted to do something for uh, but then uh, yeah we, we worked at bo- both me and Philip worked at uh, DICE so when we uh, we when we quit our jobs at DICE or Ghost Games actually because we ended up on Ghost Games both of us <laughs> at, at the same time as well so when we when we quit I started. I I quit first <laughs> my day job and started doing this on doing a, an indie game like full time. Uh, then I I quit a few months later and joined the project basically. Yeah. So that's how it started, I think. So I had a I had a, a demo or something that I showed Philip, and he was crazy enough to <laughs> join me. <laughs> 
you do have to be a little bit crazy to get into game development. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. So you had the first game, which is Adios, which is a PS4 game. Yes. And then uh, we, uh, yeah, we we made a, so it's, uh, we made our own engine (laughs) and stuff like that. Oh, is this your own engine? Yeah, it's uh, we we are programmers, both of us. So we like to program. So it, this is we have, we have of course used some like middleware or some like libraries and stuff. But we, it's it's our own. So it, there's a lot, a lot of like tech development for the first game, uh, and then we decided that we should like we wanted to port this to other platforms. So we started to doing a doing a port to to Xbox, but then that went completely overboard because we started to add a lot of features <laughs> and then, then someone so. came up with a bright idea of adding uh, a split screen co-op and uh, <laughs> yeah that made the game a whole lot better but it also extended the development time by <laughs> i don't know a year at least yeah and we added in all the stuff that we like wanted to have in the first game but we didn't have the time or resources to do it because we since we are we are completely self-funded, there's like no we don't we we spend our own savings money making these oh, games. Oh wow! So, uh, yeah, so when the money is when <laughs> the money has run out, then the game is supposed to be done. <laughs> so yeah, so we run out of time or money like the last. You you kind of want to release something anyway. So two years is is uh, like enough. Or you want to do something like it would be nice to release something every other year or something. So, so now I think this is like this is the game that we can perhaps wanted to do in the first place. Adios, amigos. Uh, okay, and and so it, make sense. Yeah, it does. And uh, what's fascinating about it is one. Of, I think one of the most fascinating things about it to me is how you have full physics, like orbital physics and gravity, and like a. F- full like orbital physics and everything and yet it's still like probably one of the most accessible games i've played with the kind of full orbital physics you guys have in your game it's like so i'm not gonna say it's easy to fly around but it's a lot more straightforward than say kerbal space program (laughs) so i really we sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say i really have to applaud you on making it so uh accessible oh thank you uh, no, we we have put a lot of time and effort to to make it. Like it's uh, it was a weird game to make. I think we kind of we have experimented. You have to like you do something and you, you see if it works, and then so we and then you add something new, and so you you basically have experimented all the time in the engine until until you get the like results or is this fun or not? Is it cool to add a tow cable or? How how should the camera work and, and stuff like that? It's stuff, something that has evolved during like these how many years? Six years or something. Uh, so uh, it ended up. It's weird. Uh, it's it's a game without like an elevator pitch. It has just organically grown or something. It's, it feels like we have planted a tree or something, and then it's. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it is kind of hard to just summarize in one line i mean it's it's an exploration game but it's also a resource gathering game uh but it's also a roguelike but it's also uh 
uh, yes. really full <laughs> physics. So yeah, it's 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 all these things, but it's it's so seamless. Like one of my favorite, it's a tiny little thing. One of my favorite things that this game has is um, when you're trying to line up with a planet and you're using your thrusters, and then if you're going to line up with one, it just shows a little circle as to where you're going to hit, hit, where you're going to meet the planet. It's just so simple and effective. Yeah, yeah I, we. Uh, uh, it's uh, kind of wanted the game to be. Uh, we wanted the game to be playable by anyone, I think, because it shouldn't really feel like we. I'm I'm a huge space nerd. I kind of want to when I watch a movie. I kind of rank them by <laughs> what kind of space physics they have. If really? it's good space physics or not, <laughs> it's like oh, they're lazy. There's artificial gravity thing <laughs> or stuff like that oh it's like i'm i'm a, I'm a huge space nerd so i, I kind of wanted a game that that reflects how space feels like or should feel like or something like that uh or like it should feel realistic but uh so it's like an a little universe that has some rules that you visit it's like a, a small tiny 2d universe so I'm not really sure and, and that, going with this one. <laughs> yeah, but basically, I mean, all, all the game features are, everything is part of uh, of the actual simulation. So if we haven't been able to do things as part of the simulation, we haven't cheated anywhere. Uh, it's basically, oh, nice. we apply forces to things, and that's why they move. Yeah, so the planets are like real physical objects, so they don't really... They can collide with each other, and <laughs> they can they can form spin out of orbit or whatever. Orbit. Oh my god! Really? I've not yeah, seen so that. There's, I've no, seen there's like stuff on the later levels. I think where you can with a with a tow cable and enough force. You can... <laughs> I love the tow cable. Uh, enough fuel. <laughs> and oh, enough yeah. fuel. Yeah. yeah. True that. I have been on planets yeah. where there are big old asteroids smashing into it, and that's freaking terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, that's like also just a result of the we're just letting anything everything loose in the simulation and see what happens. So uh, yeah, we the I think the big the biggest addition in in Adios Amigos except for the co-op things are the space stations because those are uh very complicated to play. Those are very challenging. Those are very challenging because it's not like you have magnetic boots or anything. So you have to like really be careful trying to get into one of those things. Yeah, you can... I'm not, not sure if you know that, but you could. You can walk uh, along the walls, actually, with and jump and stuff like that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I've just been like... I, kinda, I, I tried it and then flew off after I jumped because I jumped in the wrong direction. Oh, and, no. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to get back to my ship, though. That was good. Oh, that's good. So you kind of have almost magnetic. So you have kind of magnetic boots ish. There's not like they are not like super <laughs> magnetic, but there's like ish. You can you can crawl along the walls actually. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was just kind of I was just like doing a little jetpack like to go around it and get in the door. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you run out of jetpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that goes was. quick. That goes real quick. <laughs> yeah, so you can actually jump jump around and, and like do stuff inside of those yeah they were also incredibly complicated to make those space stations like we they they have an ai that tries to main they they may try to maintain their orbit all the time so 
And since we uh, we just add random amounts of n, <laughs> like uh, uh, thrusters and rooms and stuff like that, so they they're not always super uh, like they're not really might not be good to or they might not be suited for space travel or like doing uh, oh, sorry I'm losing words here. Uh, English is not my <laughs> primary language but don't worry uh, about it <laughs> yeah. uh, no but I mean uh, we kind of just uh, we, we the, the generator the, the generator that generates these space stations we throw things together and then we say good luck go and fly <laughs> <laughs> and and some I, of these spaces are better at flying than others. <laughs> and so. am I right in that if you are inside a space station, you can fire the thrusters? Because I've seen buttons, but I've been afraid to push them. Yes. So uh, there's like two two kinds of thrusters. One is fired when you touch them, and another is actually fired when you you can go from grab one of those, and then you you can press the accelerator button to 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 control the thruster. Actually, so. So there's two kinds of thrusters inside the space stations. So, yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all the stuff that starts to fall towards you when you accelerate and stuff that we, we like. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten stuck in a couple of space stations when stuff falls in a certain way. It's like, okay, so there's a bookshelf and a bed and I can't move either of them. Great. <laughs> Great. You can, uh, but then, <clears throat> I'm not sure if you know this, but you, you can... You can also like you can affect the space station by towing it around. So if it starts to spin, for instance, you can use your ship to. to oh bring. my god! I can, I, for, I always forget you can remote control your ship. I should have yeah, done. So I should get stuck. So yeah. I should have done that. Tow, actually, yeah, you can tow it around, and then you will. It will affect the stuff inside the space station because yeah, it, you won't be locked if you. So you can always use the ship to. To solve those kinds of issues. <laughs> that is another nice little accessibility feature that I completely forgot to mention is like, folks, when you get stuck somewhere, like some planets have pointy spikes that your character, that your little, little uh, character might get stuck on. So what I've had to do anyway, when that happens is remote control my ship and have it pick me up before you die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's kind of just a result of we want, to have the we don't want the player to be to get stuck you should always try you should always be able to get out of a particular situation so that's why you can remote control your ship because otherwise it would be a pretty frustrating game yeah it would be and it's great because uh, I was saying this before the stream while there is no combat in the game at all there's no guns there's not one gun uh, there are a myriad of ways to die (laughs) (laughs) horrible accidents may occur yeah horrible accidents (laughs) will occur let's not say may they will at some point (laughs) like you don't know how many times i've come into a planet too close like two or three times where i've come in too fast and blowed up (laughs) because i basically crashed (laughs) it's nice we i kind of i kind of enjoy I like games where it's fun to fail. <laughs> it is fun because you don't like lose a lot. You don't like whatever you found you get to keep like in terms of collectibles and new ships and new hats and things like that. So you didn't all you lost a little bit of time and that's fine. Yeah. You know, and that's that's fine. 
You know, it's not like short short runs. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's really great for short runs because the systems aren't huge. It's not hard to get around, and you could spend as much or as little time as you want in them. Like you could like. So, folks, uh, your goal is to get, like, hyperspace jump to the end of uh, – to a new place, and there are, like, three phases. And to get to the end of the first phase, you got to fill up your star meter so your hyperdrive can jump. And you jump, like, a light year every time. Uh, so, but, like, the thing is you could, like, tootle around a system until your star meter is full, and then you can just leave if you wanted to. Or, hey, there's two other planets I haven't seen yet. What's over there? I might need some more fuel. Let's go check it out. There might be a new ship to unlock. There might be a new hat. And hats, like, what, what, what do you call hats in the game? There, there's actually a phrase for them. Amplification devices. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they kind of weigh you down, if I remember correctly, so you don't fly off a planet, which can happen if the gravity is low enough. You can fly off a planet. <laughs> When you jump, yeah, they are, they are like an, they are actually like carrying, like game mechanic wise, it's like carrying uh, some kind of cargo or something. It's the same thing, but it's you have always have them. So your ship is so you can uh, weigh, so it can weigh you down, yeah, for on like planets with very low gravity and stuff yeah. like that. You can uh, even you can use them as defense, <laughs> actually. Also, wait, what? <laughs> if you, <laughs> how do you yeah, use them I'm as defense? You can throw them at an, at an alien if they're chasing you. For oh, because there are some aliens. Not all aliens will hurt you, but there are some that can hurt you. Yeah, there are some aliens that chase you down sometimes and want to eat you. And you can throw your hat at them and then oh. <laughs> they, it will slow them da- down a bit. I did not know that. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so how do you know, like, how can you tell which of the aliens that are trying to eat you? Like, is there a way to tell? Because I, I, I couldn't. No, I didn't notice away. No, you can tell it. Uh, they usually are big and hairy. Uh, they're usually yeah. Uh, if they have teeth and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Yellow eyes. Yellow eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's so. There's some. There. That's all. It's like it's not. You can always see uh, the particular alien will always do the same thing to you. So they have actually some different behaviors. All of them. So, uh, and I think the discovery screen actually give you some some clues to oh okay to I have to look at that yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. so so again folks uh, you're basically your your main goal is to charge up your hyperdrive so you can jump from system to system but uh, you also have fuel to worry about uh, or energy whichever you want to call it uh, and you use fuel for everything from fueling your little jetpack to flying around to repairing your ship to uh, healing your character healing your little guy so fuel is insanely important. Like it's probably one of the most important things in the game, really. And so it kind of encourages you to explore these plants to find more fuel. You know, even if you filled up your star meter, there's a good reason to fly around. And uh, yes, so you uh, kind of need to balance these two, like the the discovery points versus the fuel all the time. Yeah, which. Which is great. I mean, I really love that because it it keeps you it gives you motivation to keep moving forward. You know, you don't feel yeah, we like kind of wanted. A, oh, sorry. No, please go ahead. Please go ahead. Uh, no, we kind of wanted a game where you get rewarded for exploring. I think it's that's the the main. We kind of want to want to play it to feel like a space explorer, which is and uh, 
I was going to say, which is wonderful because not enough games focus on exploration. Really. Thank you. Uh, no, we so that's and that's the other reason, or like one of the reasons that we don't have any combat because I don't think that if you would be a space explorer, you probably probably won't you pro- probably wouldn't shoot the stuff that you find <laughs> on planets. So that's why it just fits nicely into the theme, I think. Oh yeah. Well, it does. It does go against that uh, notion of we come in peace, shoot to kill. Yeah. <laughs> some people, just, <laughs> exactly. some people just enjoy that. That's fine, but, uh, but there are if you're also an explorer first. Yeah, there are also plenty of games that already offer that. Like if you wanted to go around exactly. shooting stuff, there are tons yeah. of games. But if you want to just focus on exploration, there's maybe a handful. There's this. There's um, Noctis. Ah, uh, would you say No Man's Sky is more focused on exploration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, but that—I mean—that's Starflight, I guess. Uh, though it has combat, it's much more exploration focused. That's uh, there might be other folks. If you can think of any more f- exploration-focused games than those, please hit us up because I—that's all I can think of. <laughs> there aren't I guess many. You could- Perhaps you could like say that Elite Dangerous you can you can be explorer. It's true. I mean, it's a way to play. It doesn't mean that it's the focus of the game, though. No, Um, I would say the the focus of the game is combat first, with exploration as a secondary. But the majority of the the players are going to be focused on combat. Yes, that's probably true. Yeah, you, it, it's it's silly to fly around that universe without guns. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just a, just a bad idea. But bad I, idea. I yeah. but but I love how death in your game comes from uh, either mistakes or just the environment. Like it's much more The Martian, I think, than. Star Trek or Star Wars, which is even when Star Trek says it's all exploration focused, it's like, is it really though? <laughs> it yeah. can be, but uh, the games certainly aren't. <laughs> which no, is- it's it's funny that you say that because I think, like, when it comes to movies, I think that like perhaps uh, Interstellar is one of the movies that I really enjoy, and uh, I still need to see that one. I hate to admit uh, it. I mean, when you also, actually, a movie that has had some influence on the game is actually Gravity, because I I, oh. I, I got like inspired by like the scenes where she she rump, jump around there in the debris, and that's kind of how those space stations uh, came uh, into um, Adios Amigos, because I kind of wanted to feel have that kind of feel to it as that movie. I I can't watch that movie. I the trailer. I have such a fear of heights that the trailer just yeah. just noped me out. I'm sitting in the theater watching this. And I saw a trailer the trailer in IMAX, and I'm like, no <laughs> freaking way. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty yeah. It's a it's a scary movie. <laughs> yeah, it looks, I, I agree. It's. A, it looked utterly terrifying. It looked utterly terrifying. So yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> but but the fact that yeah. 
it, one thing I love about your game is space is still dangerous. Like you can die from a variety of ways, but because your graphics are so adorable and charming that even when you're dying, you're not like, Oh God, I, I never get like some games will give me an anxiety attack. Like, because my character is dying and I feel really bad. But even though I feel bad that this character is dying in this game, because it's kind of a roguelike and it's so cute, you never get too attached where you're like, oh no, you know? So. You, you know that you will have another round soon anyway. So it's exactly. Deep, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like Moon, where you're a clone. Oh, sorry. Did I just spoil the oh, entire. <laughs> The entire premise of that movie? Ruined. No. <laughs> if you all haven't seen Moon by now, it's your fault, basically, because that movie is amazing. <laughs> but now I can't see it. <laughs> oh. But, um, but uh, no, I, I, I love, like, how did you guys come up with, like, because it's realistic and yet it's adorable. Like, how did you find that balance between these realistic yeah. physics that could kill you and these adorable graphics? Like, was... How did that become a, a design decision? I think uh, one thing is that we were very fortunate to uh, work with um, our graphic artist, Jon Holmvall, who is a comic book artist. Uh, he makes comic oh. books for children normally. Oh, that explains so much yeah. about the art style of this game. That explains so much. Yeah, we kind of just clicked when we when we met and like... He made some stuff, and it's like, wow, this is exactly how <laughs> how the game should look. So, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, he, he actually draws everything. Uh, uh, it's watercolor art, which he draws with a brush, watercolors, and then he oh scans them and finishes them up in in Photoshop. So it's the majority of the game is. So if you, you can, you can actually spot that and look at the planet surfaces and you will see like these spots of like color, like floaty, watery color stuff. You can, you can, if you look, know what to look for, you will, you will see it. So it's, it's a big watercolor painting, everything. Oh, wow. That's, that's one reason I think it looks so beautiful, but I, so that's kind of fascinating. So it's a mix of hand-drawn art with procedural generation. Yes. Wow. That's no wonder it looks so it really does look unique. Really impressive. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, really impressive yeah, we, graphically. Is uh did we say that his name is John Holmball? So it's uh we very very fortunate. Yeah, if, if you maybe maybe at the end of this send me a link to his uh comics. So I could share or put it like we have a green room. I don't know if you saw that, but we have a green room that you can talk into um, just for this, just for us. And so if you want to put a link to his work in there, I could share. I'll add it to the show notes so uh, folks can folks can check that out because folks, yeah, the art is just there's so much charming about this game from the um, from the controls to the art. Well, next thing I want to talk about is the music real quick because I'm a I'm a game music nut. I love game soundtracks. I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. But your soundtrack is an amazing mix of kind of tension movie music and kind of jazz uh lounge <laughs> music. It's 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 an interesting mix of both 
we got to get out of here. And hey, you did it. Good job, buddy. Let's relax in the lounge. It's like, wow. Yes. It's a, it's a, actually, it's a childhood friend of mine uh, called Joachim Kanon that has done all the music in this game. So, and he's, he's like a, he's a developer by day and musician by night. So he's, he has several bands and things that he has been playing in. But he plays almost all instruments himself. himself. So, uh, and he's really good at playing the saxophone, which is part of the soundtrack, which is, we're really proud proud of <laughs> to have a saxophone in the yeah you know, that, space game soundtrack. That's sax that's sax solo in uh when you find when you get all the stars and you kinda have that jazzy upbeat sax solo number. I've once I've discovered the soundtrack the other day on Bandcamp, I've pretty much had that on loop for like the last four days. Just those because the soundtrack has two versions of that. Uh um a remix and the original version. And um and I've just had those pretty much on loop like for days now because it's just so fun to listen to. Uh, Aries, it's it's, really, sorry. Sorry. Now, Aries in YouTube asks, does this have multiplayer? Interesting question because I was just about to get to that. So right now the game has local multiplayer uh, for up to yes. four players, which I have yet to try. But one of the reasons I think I might be able to try it is my wife is not into video games at all. But you guys have added an interesting thing called, what is it, Rookie Mode? So what is that? Let's explain what 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 that is. I, I'm very curious to hear about this because you never hear about things like that in games. So what is rookie mode? Oh yeah, basically I think the the idea with rookie mode came from the fact that we yeah we're we're both parents and um, my daughter is uh, almost seven now and she's really really interested in what I do all day and she really. You know, she likes the game, and before we rookie mode, she couldn't. Pretty complicated thing to uh, control the ship, and uh, you know, the, we use basically all of the buttons on. So, um, to make it more accessible for uh, basically children, or if you want to play with your whole family, um, that that's sort of how the idea. And uh, so, yeah. does rookie mode like reduce the amount of buttons you have to use? Like, how does um, how does it work? So, a few a few things about it is like um, you have like an automatic jetpack when you're running around on on planets. Oh, so if you're a rookie, you you just you jump and you keep the jump button pressed, and it's gonna. You know the jetpack is gonna kick in and let you, you know, reach higher altitudes. For example, be limited. You're not, uh, you're not gonna be allowed to be um, pilot in the spaceship, for example. And you can't exit because that the spaceship. Because that takes more skill. Uh, oh, uh, exactly. And you won't be able to, like, by accident, exit the spaceship, and you know. That's that would require someone to rescue you almost immediately, and it sort of uh, it makes the game harder for everyone. So yes, so uh, you, and also you we do find things like you will automatically enter the ship if there's a pilot in it, and you just you just touch the ship and stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of button 
reduction. There's not there's a lot of buttons that you don't really need to press. And oh, I'm gonna have to try this with the wife because that's one of her biggest complaints about video games today is that there are so many buttons. <laughs> Too many buttons, she says. So <laughs> I'm buttons, and it's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is true. We love our buttons, but I'm gonna have to try this with her and see if she see if she gets it because this game is so fun. I can imagine this being a great party game when you have a few people over. I'm going to have to try it on the Steam yeah. link. Yeah, you oh. could uh, believe that. But the, <laughs> the problem, I think, with, with our game and parties is if you drink too much beer, it's kind of... The frequency of horrible accidents goes up quite Oh, rapidly. I'm sure. Quite I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely sure. <laughs> so the game has basic, yeah. basically three... Uh, assist, like. Not systems, but phases, right? Like you get to the end of the first. What are they chapters? Like, how do you? How does the the gameplay loop work? Because I've only I've only gotten to level on. I've only gotten to level six. So that's as far as I've gotten. Uh, yeah. Is it the? Do you think about? Is it the journeys that you're talking about? Perhaps. Yeah, uh, the 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 journeys. Uh, yeah, like. So there's- Go ahead. It's there's three journeys in the game. The first journey is to find your home, and we call that the Odyssey. And then uh, after you you find your home, you will get a new mission. So and that's the the next voy. Then that's the next journey, and that is called the voyage. And then we have a final journey, which is called Endeavor, and that's a super hard journey, which you could. Yeah. That we we have designed it to to be so hard that me and Philip are going to have problems with it. So, oh my god, <laughs> has anyone finished it yet? Yeah, sure. Yes, oh, that's yes. good. These people. It's quite possible to to do it, but I mean, it's it's hard enough so that ourselves won't be able to complete it every time, or it's actually. Wow. Uh, a number of tries, uh, usually. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's exciting even for us. I think that's the, like we have that's the that was the the plan because it's since this game is always it's so um, complicated and uh, for or like you kind of since the there's a lot of tricks that you need to learn about how to conserve uh, energy. And you kind of need to employ all of those tricks in Endeavor, otherwise you won't get very far. Right. So, oh boy! Like final lesson. And uh, now, one thing I also wanted to talk about is your tutorial system because it's kind of fascinating. Like a lot of games, uh, when there's a tutorial, they try and mix it up in the first couple of missions, or sometimes they'll have it separate. But you guys have a tutorial that is just very casual. That's the best word I can think of it. It's like very casual and it comes up every so often. Like you have your first tutorial and then like it, you'll play a little bit and you'll come back and like, oh, here's how the jetpack works. You'll play a little bit. Oh, here's how remote, like it's very organic, you know, like it lets you play, it lets you fail and then it teaches you something, you know, which I thought was really interesting. How did, how did that come about? Uh, yeah, we, it's mostly, I don't think we would have, um, I think we kind of fixed it from the last game because we, we kind of learned a lot of lessons when we did, 
uh, Amazing Discoveries in Outer Space, uh, which this is a follow-up game for. So it's we kind of wanted it to be more uh, feel more like it's not. It's, a, it's like tutorials in games are usually feels like a chore sometimes, or you something that you have to do, and it's like, oh, can I skip this, please? So we kind of wanted to. Uh, it's to feel like it, you, you got a little bit of story and it's like, it shouldn't really feel like a tutorial. Uh, but yeah, I kind of wanted to do more stuff with this, uh, but we didn't really have the time. But uh, it's it's good that you do like it that is, as it is. <laughs> oh, I I think it's I think it's I think it's kind of fascinating because it like gives you enough of a nudge to try something new on your next run. Like oh, that's how the jetpack works, and. Uh, and then you try, and then you fail, and then you maybe discovered a new thing. Like here's how the hats work, you know. I think that was the last one I got to. Was mm-hmm. uh, here's how the uh, how the hats work. So yeah, uh, yeah we we kind of wanted we want uh, we it feels like uh, our like the, the design of this game is that you we want people to discover stuff on their own basically. So we don't really tell you a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you you have no idea that you can, for instance go inside the space station or something like that. We kind of want people to figure stuff out by themselves, but still there's some, it's pretty complicated, pretty complicated game. So we need to give players some clues on <laughs> what's possible. So we kind of learn, teach the bare minimum of the, of the game, but then the rest is out. You can, you have to figure stuff out for yourself. Well, it was kind of cool because I, I myself didn't know that you can, um, I myself did not know you can go into space stations until someone told me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, because I, I did. I did not recognize the entrance. I didn't know that the the light shining out was a way in. I had no yeah. idea. But that's clever. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it depends on what happens also in the game because uh, eventually, if you play enough rounds, you will probably get a space station uh, crashing down on a planet that you. <laughs> or visiting. Oh God! Uh, and then, you will, then you will see that stuff are actually flying out. <laughs> oh God! Wow, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds yeah, that's awful. Cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they they tend to do that eventually. <laughs> oh, Aries on YouTube um, is asking if there's any plan for online multiplayer in the future. Because right now there's only local multiplayer. Um, uh, it would be nice. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a program. I saw this. People talk about this on the forum. There's a program. Does anyone remember what it's called? Where you could fool uh, using like peer to peer. You can fool your computer to thinking that someone who's online is actually connected to a gamepad on your own PC. Parsec is that what it's called? Yes. yes. Thank you. Uh, apparently, uh, Aries one hundred six people have used Parsec uh, successfully yes. to play this online. So it's not something built into the game itself, but it can be done. Because yes, and then you you basically stream your local co-op session over the internet. Uh, and I think it uh, people say that it works good. Uh, I I think we could perhaps look into like integrating it a bit nicely into the game or stuff or something like that. But like doing like real online multiplayer is probably. Not something that we will do for for this title, perhaps for some future title or something like that. But but 
perhaps it would be possible for us to do some nice integration or something of, of a service like that to the to the game. What do you yeah. think, Philip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, doing doing like a Parsec integration is probably something we we might look into that actually. But um, yeah, I think doing doing a proper online multiplayer support is going to be a lot of work where i mean we're we're only two two persons working on this right of course right of course yeah, see if 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 we get a large enough player base and enough people ask for it then you know allocate the time to do that if we get a, a way to pay our bills <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. That's totally fair. (laughs) We've been trying to tell people about the game, especially now that it's on sale right now. Um, Yes, it is. uh, As we speak, folks, the game is $10. And it's usually twice that much. It's worth twice that much because it's deceptive because it looks all cute and stuff. But there is a ton going on here. And there's also a lot of content. Like There is a lot of content in this game. There's a lot to do, a lot to see, and it's just so fun yeah. to play. I think it's like it should be around. It depends on how skilled you are, but if you're like average, I think it's like forty hours. I believe it. Of stuff, and then you have the endeavor. <laughs> see if you can finish that as well. Good luck. Wait, the, wait, wait. The what? <laughs> well, what's this? Endeavor. No, like the last, the last, uh, oh, the last uh, journey is pretty hard. Uh, right. You, we also designed that journey to be really. There's a lot of uh, randomness to it, so it does shouldn't really feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. So. Oh yeah, it's great. The systems are all different. The planets are all different. It it does feel very random. Like, it's kind of terrifying to run into a system that doesn't have any planets. So you have to. <laughs> You have to fuel up by skirting the asteroid field and finding like satellites and space stations, and you re- you really have to. It's it it takes a lot of skill to go through an asteroid field in this game, and yet that's how you have that's what you have to do to fill up your star meter to find fuel uh, and whatnot. So if there's no planets, it's a it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> I would. It's, it's like you fall off like the if you're in the middle of the ocean or something. You have no. You have no land. <laughs> exactly. Like, you have no land. So it, it's a little terrifying, <laughs> but amazing because it's like, okay, there's a space station. I'm going to I'm gonna have to risk it. Maybe there's some fuel in there because <laughs> I'm running low. Um, so, so how is the game doing for you guys? Like, would you say it's got a good player base so far? Yeah, we... Perhaps we would like it to sell better <laughs> than it's doing. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're hoping to get a play. We 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 kind of we we're we're well. Let's say this: we we're new to Steam, or like we haven't really released that many Steam games. So we just right. we're learning how to how it works with the sales, uh, wish lists, and things like that. So yeah, it's it's. it's, uh, it's it's kind of a mess. I, I, my heart goes out to anyone trying to do this, what you guys are doing, because right now, excuse me, it's so hard to get eyes on your game. It's so hard to get eyes on your game. So, so it, it's kind of, sometimes it could be heartbreaking to see games that deserve a bigger following, not get the following you feel it deserves. 
you know. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably a common problem on Steam. It's a very, yeah. very. We've had whole podcasts about discovery on uh, <laughs> and visibility my, on my Steam. My best advice. My best advice is do not release right before a big Steam sale is coming. The holiday sales, because once you do, you get lost in that shuffle, and people don't come back. Yeah, I, I, am I mean, the, the competition on Steam is uh, is murdering basically. I mean, there are so many games coming out every day. So every day, I mean, every day, seven thousand yeah, games last year. It's projected oh to be over eight thousand by the end of this year, if and, not already. And so. the the problem with that is that. The, the the large majority of those games are not very good. Yeah. So it's really hard for for the players as well to find the games that are worth uh, you know spending money on. Yeah, there there are all these asset flips. So many asset flips and and just a bu- all, all this like garbage being ported over from other languages. Oh, that's a good that's Well, a good that's not necessarily bad, but because that does mean that people who want to buy a game in their own language have a place to buy it. That's not a bad thing. I guess. I think the the issue is that... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I think the issue is that some of those games are just very low quality, sold for 99 cents or or the equivalent, and they're just meant to sell 5,000, 10,000 copies because people want their trading cards. And that's... That's why Steam isn't going to get rid of them because every sale of those cards means more money that Steam gets from the cut of that sale. Right. Uh, it's a uh, science releasing a game on Steam. It really is. <laughs> there is, yeah. yeah. Fermi and Ace on our uh, Discord brings up a good point. This would be a good game for the Switch. Have you guys considered that? Uh, yes, we have. But, uh, yeah... Perhaps in the future we're we're releasing on PS4 uh, this winter. So, but uh, yeah, if awesome. we if we get the opportunity, we we would of course try to release the Switch as well. Yeah, this would be a great Switch game. To be perfectly honest, I don't have a Switch yet, but I do hope to get one within the next two years. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this would be well. You just got the stuff for your computer, so that's, yeah, that's that, a pretty huge expense already. Yeah, that's why I'm waiting. I'm not going to get a Switch for a while because I just spent. Multiple thousands of dollars on a new a new computer. Yeah. <laughs> expensive still. Yeah, especially if you want a good one, you know. Especially if you want a really good one. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Switch would be a great platform for this. PS4 would also be uh, is also clearly a great platform because this is so such a gamepad game, like such a fantastic gamepad oh, yeah. game. You know. Yeah, it was designed for gamepad first, so. But uh, we we haven't really had had that many complaints on the mouse and keyboard controls. No, uh, I've yeah. I have also played it on the mouse and keyboard, and and it's fine. It is actually totally fine. Um, but the gamepad does feel a lot more intuitive. But mm. you you can yeah. do every you can do everything on the mouse and keyboard. Like I had no problems, but the gamepad just felt better with this game. Yeah, it's like that's because it was like the whole control scheme is designed with the gamepad in mind. So. Yeah, and it works. Yep. It works really well. Like I, I love how um, one of my favorite things is the. I think it's the Y button. Help you enter your ship with the Y button, but you hold it down to remote control the ship. Just very, very intuitive stuff. And the cam. I love the camera controls. Like very, very intuitive. You have the auto camera. Where you can just zoom in and out with the D pad, which is real nice. 
Um, and also very necessary a lot of the time. <laughs> If you're trying to, yeah, it's uh, actually insanely complicated to do all of this. It's the the problem oh, really? we have with our game is <laughs> that it looks so simple <laughs> because it's like a two D game and it's like oh, but now the, there's like so many <laughs> difficulties with everything that we do. It's like there's no up the camera. I don't know where to like. There's it's like you have to every calculation bit becomes more and more becomes more complicated because everything needs to be able to rotate and then. The automatic camera needs to like detect when there's stuff close to it and zoom in and uh, yeah, like the the amount of uh, asteroids in an asteroid field is something that we take into account when we try to decide if we're going to zoom in. So there's like a lot of there's a lot of development <laughs> that we needed to do to make this game, which is kind of looks very very simple like if you just look at it at a glance it looks like a, a mario title or something like a 2d mario game but it's uh it's a mario without an up where every planet is a dynamic object <laughs> and, <laughs> and, that, which can, and that's kind of amazing yeah. because from at least my perspective as a player it just it's so seamless it all just works so well together you know it's, it's thank you but yeah i can only imagine how like the control scheme for the ship, especially the ship, but also your little fella on the planet, like dealing with the physics and and everything. It's just there's there's so many calculations going on here, and because it really is a physics simulation, it is yes. it, it is a huge physics simulation with adorable graphics. That's basically what this game is is a, is a massive <laughs> physics system solar system wide physics simulation with adorable graphics where you can interact with just about everything, you know? Yeah. We can, we designed it to, to feel like we have rules, but you're allowed to do anything that the control scheme, uh, allows you to do for So of course you can exit the ship whenever you want to <laughs> in, in an asteroid field or in just space. <laughs> if you want to, yeah, I just have wanted to, <laughs> I, yeah, I think the second game I played, I hit the Y button accidentally while I was like flying from one planet to another, and because I was going fast enough, it just flung my pilot <laughs> like <laughs> across the system. And I, I couldn't get back to him in time, so no. they totally died. And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can't. We 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 don't really want the player to feel limited. We want the player to feel like it could do anything within the confines of the simulation <laughs> oh we have yeah. another we have another question um i haven't seen this but are there any black holes in the game yes yep. oh no oh that sounds terrifying that sounds super duper terrifying <laughs> <laughs> oh boy it's, uh, yeah Okay. We were a bit. we took a bit of inspiration from the movie interstellar there as well so uh, I've made my my own uh, black hole impression from oh boy. <laughs> from that movie. Isn't that is, in two D in that movie? Don't they uh, don't they use black holes to move around the universe? Isn't that what they use? Am I remembering that? Uh, no. Actually, travel travel back in time. I think as well. No, oh geez, yeah, yeah, they do something weird in the end. Yeah, that they, movie has time travel. The- I didn't know that. It does. But oh boy. That, that would be, uh, the details of that are a spoiler. So, yeah, that's uh, fine. Don't tell me anymore. I'll see it eventually. Uh, I'm not worried yeah, about you it. Should see it. I, I plan to. It's just there. The list of movies I have to see and the amount of free time I have are 
counter <laughs> to <Yeah>. each other. <laughs> yeah, well, we have added some cool stuff actually to our black hole as well. So if you go, it affects how time flows in the game if you go close to it, for instance. So what? Yeah, there's no, yeah it's pretty. Oh pretty my cool god! To go close to it, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we, we slow down time when you when you go the closer you get to the edge of a of a black hole. So there's neat, neat things for you if you manage to find one. Oh man! Well, I I did say this earlier, but I do have to start wrapping up. So I'll just ask this final question: What, if any, are are your future plans for this game besides bringing it to PS4? Obviously, what do you have any fixes? Do you have any enhancements coming? Anything like that? Yeah, we uh, we actually just released a pretty big update called 1.1. So uh, after that, I think we will uh, see what the what the players want. Uh, but uh, perhaps like an integration of some kind of, of parsec or something, I think would be a, a nice thing. And uh, then, uh, of course, ports to other platforms. Though, then I think. What do you think, Philip? Yeah, and we've also we've discussed uh, maybe adding uh, like, uh, maybe uh, a new game mode Ooh. might be something that we are considering. You guys should totally add like a um, what's that game with the cars and the soccer ball? What is that game? Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, you should totally add like a soccer type. Mode to this. I where thought, the, you, where, I thought where, you wanted us to add a battle royale mode. <laughs> no, no. Actually, there is a game that just did that. It's a top, 2D oh, okay. top down game called Gene Shift, uh-huh. which is kind of like Grand which Theft Which we o- love. Which we love. We absolutely love it. It's kind of a Grand Theft Auto 2 style game. It's a top down um, kind of shooter. And they just add like a five minute battle royale mode that is actually amazing. <laughs> cool, <laughs> but I was not going to suggest nice. that. I was going to suggest like a maybe a soccer game or a capture the flag type of game using the solar system With the, and the tow cable to. Mm. Maybe, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. We will uh, we will have to think about it. <laughs> we actually thought of adding something more boring, like a, a new like a a, a a simulator mode, so to say, the way you you can play play around without dying. Oh, that'd uh, be fun. A flight simulator inside the game. Oh, whoa. To, to make it more accessible, even more accessible. For a lot of people have problems with learning the, the orbital me- mechanics. Oh, wow. That'd be amazing. If you if you wanted to do a competitive multiplayer, it could be something like <laughs> one 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 side has a station and they've got to tow the station to a a neutral point. And the other side has a whole bunch of asteroids, and oh. they want to drag those to the station. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, nice that is a fabulous yeah, idea. We should do that, Station that Toe. Like a lot more fun. Station Toe. That's the name. Station Toe. you got to tow the station with tow cables to yeah. a spot, and the other team tries to stop you. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's really good. Great. 
That sounds great. Oh. Yeah. It sounds like a lot more fun to do as well than a flight simulator for us, than me and Philip. That would also be fun, though. That would be a fun little thing. That would be a fun thing to do. So, uh, folks, the game is Adios Amigos. It is on Steam right now. It is on sale for $10. It's normally 20 It is worth it at full price. I mean, if you can get it on sale, great, but it's worth it at full price, too. It's so fun. It is just a fun game to like, oh, I've got 20 minutes. I'm going to fly around a solar system and do some fun, silly shit. You know? It is such a fun, fun game. And there's so much going on. Like, it looks like this, like like they said earlier, charming little Super Mario thing, but it has got so much going on underneath the surface that it's just an astounding if, thing. If you ever played, if you ever played the NES classic Solar Jetman. It is very reminiscent of that. That's the first thing I thought of when I was playing this earlier. And that's a good comparison because it was a fun game for its time, you know, back in 1990. Yeah, I think it oh. I think it came uh, it was it became a lot more <laughs> close to Solar Jetman than I than I actually than you intended. I'll have to look that up. I I've never even up. I've never even heard of that one. I'll have to look that up. I, I played it a lot so, as a kid. Actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> as did I. So a couple of programming notes real quick before we wrap up, my friends. Uh, Thursday, if my new computer is working, uh, we're going to be streaming a game called Airships. Was it Conquer the Skies? Is that the subtitle, yes. I think? Yeah, it's a fascinating game of ship design and conquest that we've been looking forward to. And then next week on the show, uh, we're back to our normal time. Uh, we're very excited to welcome back uh, Travis Baldry and Eric Schaefer of Double Damage Games to talk about Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Uh, sadly, we're not going to be able to play it, but we can at least talk about it. And they're great guests. When we had them back uh, way back for Rebel Galaxy, we had a great time. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. So... Uh, uh, thank you so much, um, Philip and Nicholas, for uh, taking the time in, out of your afternoon to uh, talk to us about Adios Amigos. This game, again, everyone, is fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and you, need you to all, own it. You, you really need to do. buy it. You need to buy it, on sale or not. It is on sale as we record this. Uh, but even if it's not, go buy it. It's really, there's just so much to do. It's so great. It's so funny and charming and fun and easy to get into. Uh, that you, it's you're doing yourself a service. Uh, you do you're doing yourself a service. What am I trying to say? You're doing yourself a disservice if you don't own this. That's what I was trying to say. So, um, thank you everyone for watching and listening, and we'll see you next uh, week. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.